The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, y'all. This is Houseguest, and I am your host, Kenzie Elizabeth. Think a Gen Z wannabe Martha Stewart meets Dolly Parton trying to live in a Nancy Myers movie in her 20s. We talk all about life, relationships, navigating your 20s, closing out the bars, or waking up at 5 a.m., depending on our vibe that week. Ultimately, living our best lives and figuring it out along the way. So come hang out. Sometimes I have guests on who do really cool things, some of my best friends, or it's just me and my house that I spend way too much time in. So let's get into the show. Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the show. This is my third time trying to record this episode because I, I don't know what's gotten into me. I'm frazzled, I'm, I, but I'm. don't worry. I'm going to deep breaths like in, out. Okay, I think that just cured me. We had a little rough patch in the studio today. By we, I mean me, myself, and I. I spilled coffee all over. You guys are watching on YouTube. You would see this. My beautiful pink and white pinstripe chairs, okay? And if you look at my studio, it's honestly shocking that I haven't, like, ruined any of this knock on wood prior. It's really, it's stunning. It's this home studio. It's like the, it's a room in my house. It's white and pink. It looks like a nursery, but it's me. I'm a 26-year-old. This is my podcast studio. Same difference. Yeah, that was a little, little bit rough, but it's okay. We are really just, we're getting on. I did some science experiment and I think that I'm making some progress here. So it should be good. Today's episode, I'm so excited for. Okay. Well, before we even get into that, like first off, happy new year. I know everyone is so tired of hearing that, but like, honestly, it fits in with my episodes. Like you guys are gonna have to deal with it. And sorry, I said something nice. Okay. Whatever. This past week, the week before New Year's Eve and after Christmas, I don't know why I said it that way. There are two types of people in this world. You either love that week or you absolutely despise it. Now, I love that week. Time stands still. I can do home projects. I can go on a trip. I can lay around and do absolutely nothing. And I have no FOMO. And granted, I don't really have FOMO to begin with. You know, I become a grandma again. I'm I'm reentering that era and I don't ever leave my house at all. Speaking of becoming a grandma, I know there's that grandma millennial trend going around right now, but I'm like a grandma Gen Z girl. I need my entire house to be wallpapered. I need all of the trim to be colored. I need, well, I've actually bought two, not one, but two antique quilts over Christmas break, if you will. I'm 26, but I'll always call it that. What else have I done? Oh, I just started a whole new garden on the side of my yard. It's nowhere near done, guys. Don't, I mean, I'm, I'm documenting the whole process for YouTube. Don't worry. I'm using Bigger Garden. By the way, that's where this mug is from. That's why I spilled the coffee on here because I just love this mug and I think it's a really good one. And I was trying to share it with you guys. But anyways, yeah, I spent the whole weekend. Oh my God, I organized my hosting closet and it is stunning. Actually today, after I record this, I've got to prep for a dinner party, to stop at the container store. I've got to go get some florals or some floral arrangements. I'm actually also starting a cut garden. So a cut garden is essentially like a tall flower garden. Perfect for arrangements, okay? Think about that. Think about all the money I will save on my arrangements. That actually might not be true because... But gardening, here's the thing, unless you're gardening in like masses, I just don't see how you're really saving money. Like a, like a backyard garden, like my garden specifically, I'm not saving money. I'm doing that for enjoyment and hobbies and joy, you know? I don't know how much that's going to like produce, but I've gotten serious. I'm, I've made a seating area. Guys, I'm not kidding. Like I am 26 years old, but I'm actually 80, okay? You know when there's like golden doodles and on TikTok, and you're like, oh my God, if I just like, unzip him, he'll be a human, like my dog fits. It's like me, if you unzip me, I'm like an 80 year old woman. It's Martha Stewart inside, okay? Also, I will just say, I watched the Martha Stewart Masterclass, and I watched it multiple, multiple times, okay? And I feel like if Martha knew how many times I'd watch it, 
she'd be like, you should work. Um, but I just need Martha to know that I'm I'm watching it in place of like when I would listen to podcasts as I'm like making breakfast, just in case Martha ever, ever gets word of that. But it has inspired me to a whole new level. And also the book and the concept of this episode has also inspired me. Like, I feel like I'm just so excited. I'm a goals girl year round. I'm I'm not really like a resolution person, but like I'm an Enneagram three. I am just like a high achiever. I'm so obsessed with like high performance. I love all that stuff, but I also want my life to feel like I'm living on a farm and I love country music and I wear like cowboy boots and stuff. Like I don't need to feel, this isn't like a necessarily like a hustle culture. If anything, what we're going to talk about today, it's how to 10X your life. I read this book and it's, the title of it is 10X is better than 2X. And if you guys are a loyal podcast listener, you would remember when I was obsessed with the book, The Gap and the Gain. Like I did an entire solo episode similar to what we're doing today on it. And I, oh my God, I'm still tagged daily. And you guys reading that book, turns out, it's the same author duo. Okay, so I clearly love these people. I need to get these men on the podcast. Like, I am obsessed. But it's not really hustle culture. It's more so like working smarter, not harder, and also how to like expand your life in every way. I will be talking about this largely in business. I understand so many of you guys are not interested in that. I'm probably going to use a lot of business examples just because that's largely how it applies to me. I'm also going to talk about like homemaking with it. But it can be applied to any area of your life. Like even if you're looking for the best friendships that you can have, like whatever it is in 2024, I've already told you guys, the year that we all get what we want, okay? So I'm really excited about it. I think you guys are gonna really enjoy it. But again, like it's not really hustle culture, which is why I like it. And I just think it's a really incredible book. I highly recommend reading the book even after listening to this episode. I was introduced to it by, I know, shocker, take a shot every time I mention Ed Milet. I was introduced to this book through MLS podcast. I listened to that episode three times and then I bought the book. I took notes and I highlighted everything. So we are ready to go. I want to start off with an exercise. Guys, I started meditating like literally three days ago and like you couldn't tell me I'm not Dr. Joe Dispenza. I'm literally like I'm levitating. Like look at me go. But really side note, I think a combination of becoming 26. So I've said like Hitting 26, I feel like a lot of my life has changed and like my brain has changed. And I just feel like I've like progressed into the next like phase of my life, if that makes any sense. But also seeing Martha Stewart's podcast. Also, I randomly found Homeworthy on Instagram. Homeworthy, it's another one of my like grandma Gen Z endeavors that I'm obsessed with. They are like an interior design account. They have a YouTube channel. So I started watching the YouTube videos. I have them on in the background all the time. And it's people doing like hour long house tours. But they're so interesting because every home has a story and it's telling you like where this is from, who got this, the memory behind it. Like it's just like, oh my God, like it's what like makes me light up. I'm obsessed with it. I was introduced to this woman, Ruth, okay? And she is from, I think, Hungry for Homes blog. But if I can recommend anything to you guys, like, go watch this Homeworthy video. It was so inspiring to me. She basically, she lives on land in Pennsylvania. She has a garden. She has all this stuff. And like the way that she just has her life is like my dream, like my goal. So a combination of being introduced to my new idol, Ruth, Martha Stewart's masterclass, listening to a shit ton of Martha Stewart podcast and this 10X book, I just feel very inspired. And like, I want to take certain areas of my life to the next level. The first one being this podcast, like I'm always focused on the podcast, but I want to 10X the podcast this year. By the way, 10X doesn't necessarily need to be 
like numbers. Because at first when they were saying that, I was like, oh my God, I'm like so overwhelmed. Like, how am I going to do that? That's like feels impossible. And your goals should feel impossible, by the way. That's kind of the whole point. But they explained, oh, we wanted one of their goals was like something with their family. And they just were able to like invest more time in their family. Like it doesn't need to be like, I have four friends. I want 40. Like, it's not that, obviously. And it's not even necessarily like, oh, I get $200,000. I want to get like 20 million downloads or something. It's not all numbers based. Okay. A little bit of housekeeping. So first one is the podcast. Second one is friend of mine. Friend of mine is actually doing so well, guys. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. If I could kiss TikTok shop on the lips, I would. Like, I love them. Okay. We are sold out of recipe journals and dinner cards right now. We're restocking. So follow the Instagram if you guys want to stay up to date. And we're definitely running very low on nightcap cards already. It's actually crazy. Everything's selling like insane. I'm so excited. Anyways, there's so many things I want to do along with starting a lot of in-person events. Like I want there to be like a social aspect of friend of mine because while friend of mine, by the way, is my brand because you guys are new here. So I launched it in September with recipe journals, dinner cards, nightcap cards, cocktail napkins. It's a homemaking brand, hosting brand, anything that you do within the home, okay? And while homemaking can feel like inherently, it's like an isolating thing, it's really not. It's actually inherently, I want to keep saying inherently, it's actually inherently really social because you get all of your tips from other people. It's actually like something that you like really bond over. Anyways, I want to start like a whole social club with that. Stay tuned. We actually, I've, I made some hires. We've actually got some really cool things coming. But I want a friend of mine, like an anthropology, I want it in Urban, I want it in Nordstrom, I want it in Target, like I want it in a lot of wholesale retailers. And I'm just really excited. This year I have, I'm like on fire. Like I have so many things I want to do. I'm really, really ready. I'm so excited. It's going to be great. The third thing that I want to 10X is my homemaking abilities. Okay. And listen, that might sound a little bit odd, but it's so interesting because I would not say I'm the most detail-oriented person, but in that's kind of hindered me as far as like home stuff for so long because I would I would get something fixed. I would do something. I would it would happen and I would just ignore it and never really cared. And now I'm so curious. And here's the thing. I'm actually a very curious person. If I'm interested in something, I know everything about it. Like I hyperfixate like crazy. You guys know this. Like, hello, the book, like another example. So if I'm interested in something, I want to know everything about it. And I'm very fascinated and I'm constantly learning. Okay. And I've always loved home stuff, like home decor and like certain things. But now that I'm like really like making my own home, I'm so fascinated and I love this. And I've always loved a different side of homemaking. And now I like really love it all. So anyways, I want to 10x like my homemaking skills. So I want my cooking to be way better. I want hosting to be way better. I want my gardening to be way better. And these things largely are a huge part of my social life and also bonding with my family. Like my dad is the one helping me build my garden beds, which honestly is really a miracle. My father and I, we're not really the building type, if you will. You know, like my dad is, my dad like is at my lap. Like he's like higher so that you save time. Time is money, blah, 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 whatever. But we just had like a nice little bonding day and built them and those were really fun. And I just feel like I'm learning so much, which like sounds dumb, but I am. And I garden with my grandma. So it's a lot of that hosting dinner parties like for my friends. Like a lot of my social life really is in the home. And also a lot of my inner peace is in the home. Like this is the stuff that I'm the most passionate about that I love to do. And also it ties into work. I obviously have a homemaking brand and a lot of my content is around homemaking. 
I am really excited to be sharing my garden journey on YouTube and TikTok and everything as well. I just, I'm obsessed. Like, I don't know if I said this already in this episode because I've only recorded this three times because apparently I literally couldn't talk after, you know, not recording for a couple of weeks. But I even started a little like seating station in my garage. Like I've organized that. I have like literally work lights. I have seating things. I am so, this is what I mean by I'm an 80 year old in a 26 year old's body. I am printing out flyers, like cut garden tips, flyers, what month you should garden them. And I'm hanging them up above there. Like I am literally, this house, is it my house or is it a retirement home? I don't know, honestly. Like it's really something like every time a friend comes over, there's always something else. And they're like, oh my God, like we're losing her, you know? And it just gets worse and worse. But to me, it gets better because I love this stuff and I'm just very passionate about it. And it brings me a lot of joy, clearly, okay? So those are my things that I'm wanting to 10X this year. And I would say in my 23rd year, three years ago, my 10X was solely my personal life. Like I was like, I am so, not solely my personal life, but like largely, yeah, I would say my personal life. Like it was, I don't know who I am. I'm very confused. I want to figure that out. And also I wanted a better social life, which I got that, I would say 200X. And yeah, it was just more like personalized stuff. So like you can do this in any area of your life. I will be explaining a lot of terms in like business just because it's easier to explain it that way and it makes sense. But don't let that turn you off. You guys are not interested in like business stuff. And if you are, let me know. Like I'm always down to do more of this stuff. Like I, there's nothing I love more than talking about business. Like I just got coffee with Maggie Sellers last week. She was in Dallas and it's just so like, I don't know. I just love it. I had a call with my friend this morning at 7 a.m. Again, I'm on my 5 a.m. mornings all about business. And like, I just, I love these topics. I don't want this podcast, even though I'm really passionate about like self-development and personal development and being a high achiever, high performer. Like I'm really so fascinated and interested in that stuff. I also, you know, love like a J name episode. Like I want it to feel like we're friends and not necessarily like hustle culture. You guys need to be this, whatever. So I'm always trying to figure out that balance, but let me know what you guys prefer Hopefully, Macy will have like another J-Name episode. Actually, no, I don't want that to happen to her again. Maybe someone else will have that. Yeah, not Macy. I, t- I actually totally took that back. I was more upset about that than she was. So I came prepared. We are literally having a life meeting. I hope you guys are watching on YouTube. If you aren't, please go subscribe to our podcast YouTube channel. But I need you guys to really tune in here, okay? Because we are doing... Honestly, we're literally having a life meeting, okay? So... I'm not necessarily like a new year, new me sort of person. I'm like a new year, new me at any given time of the year. Like I will rebrand at 3 a.m. on a Tuesday. I don't care. So if I want to do something, I'm going to do it. Okay. And I think the new year is a great time to do something. Okay. And if people are like being annoying and rude and being New Year's haters, like I don't care. Like it doesn't matter. It's fine. So if you want to use the new year for new goals and stuff, please use the new year for new goals and don't let anyone make you feel stupid for it. Okay. It's fine. In 2024, I am trying to be a lot more mindful about my wardrobe. And instead of going out and buying, you know, like a different outfit for a different occasion that maybe I'll never wear again, I am going to be using Newly. Okay. I love Newly. In my opinion, they have the best brands on there. I am honestly their biggest fan. So if y'all didn't know, Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Renting from Newly lets me shift gears in my wardrobe without a complete 
and very expensive overhaul. So every month I rent six items from Newly's shared closet of over 17,000 styles for everything I have going on. I actually did this for my last national trip and every outfit that I was getting compliments on, it was all of them, literally every single one of them, they were rented from Newly. So they have dressy stuff for occasions. They have trendy going out clothes, casual stuff, and premium jeans for just hanging around. Got great sweaters, great outerwear. As y'all know, vacation fits, you name it. I love that I get to try out the trending like styles, colors, silhouettes, and then I can send them back for something new. So I'm being smarter with my money and honestly, even my space. And also, the best part is that they take care of everything from shipping to laundry. I can even pause without paying a fee if I need to take a break for any reason. So with Newly, it's a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. So they have so many brands from Free People to Selkie for Love and Lemons, Anthropology, a Goldie, Lisa Says God. I mean, they have like literally so many. They also have inclusive sizing. So it's up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. They have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. You can also have the option to buy what you love, sometimes up to 75% off. I bought maybe two years ago at this point, the cutest pink vest from Free People that I was renting through Newly, and I got the best deal on it. I love that it's flexible. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause to or cancel. So no big deal if you lose a button, you spill something, or you just take a break. Also, the sustainability aspect is great. So Newly lets you love fashion in a way that's kinder on the planet. Orders are shipped in recycled, recyclable, and reusable totes with no plastic packaging. We love. Clothes are clean using energy and water-efficient methods, and styles are repaired rather than thrown out. It's also just fun. Newly gives you everything you need to get inspired, get creative, and explore your style without making commitments. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly. That's crazy. When you sign up with the code HOUSEGUEST20, just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code HOUSEGUEST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's Newly, N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's and use code HOUSEGUEST20, Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. So how to 10x your life in every area. This is for life and work. All of this essentially is for freedom. So at the end of the day, you just want more freedom in life, okay? Freedom can come in the form of a healthy relationship, healthy self-worth. Honestly, money, money is freedom a lot of the time. Knowledge is freedom. Like it can come into a lot of different areas. Not having to rely on someone else, I think. Yeah, I wrote this quote down from Richard Box so deep. What the caterpillar calls the end of the world, the master calls a butterfly. And I love that. Okay, so here is essentially the math behind why it is easier to 10x your life than it is to 2x your life, okay? So if you're going to 2x your life, you can keep 80% the same and change 20% and you'll end up kind of just going on like a linear journey. If you're going to 10x your life, you actually have to change 80% of it and then keep 20% of it the same, which sounds really overwhelming, but you're more likely because you're making such drastic changes and really viewing it from a different lens and a different filter, you're more likely to actually keep up with the 10x if you're committed. So 80% of your consequences come from 20% of the causes. 20% of your focus is producing 80% of your best results and most desired results. 
80% of your focus is producing 20% of your best results, meaning you're investing a lot of time in things that are holding you back. So put simply, if you're going for 2x growth, you can maintain 80% of your life. If you're going for 10x growth, you're going to have to change 80% of your life, which feels and sounds really overwhelming. It honestly isn't. I will give it to you in different terms. When I first was listening to that, I was like, oh my God, there's literally no way. I just like don't even have the energy. Just hear me out because there are ways to do this and things to do and it's going to be okay. Going 10x means you're living based on the most intrinsic and exciting future you can imagine. That 10x future becomes your filter for everything you do and most of your current life cannot make it through that 10x filter. What got you here won't get you there. It's also kind of nice because when you're looking at things through a 10x filter, it's really easy to see like what's for you and what's not. Like I think about this in dating almost with filters. The other night I was with a bunch of girlfriends who were playing the nightcap cards from a friend of mine. And one of them was just saying, it's so annoying how guys like won't approach women anymore. Like when we're out, like guys just like are less likely to do that. And I was like, but at the same time, it's kind of nice because it's weeding out the ones that you wouldn't be interested in anyways, because you want someone who is like sure enough of themselves to be able to like go up and talk to you. And it's filtering things out. Okay. So hear me like think about it that way when you're thinking of like my dream life like in whatever area it is like you're able to make better decisions because you're looking at it through a 10x filter versus the filter that you've been looking at through the entire time and again what got you here won't get you there I also think it's important to have expanders I kind of mentioned mine earlier I love the Homeworthy YouTube channel just for homemaking in general I'm learning so much I'm so fascinated I also just like get a lot of joy out of watching the videos and I'm just so interested in all of them. They also have a lot of gardening videos and I love them. Most specifically, obviously, Ruth's video from Hungry for Homes. I've taken, I got her cookbook. I've taken a lot of different recipes. I'm learning a lot of different things. And I would say Ruth and Homeworthy are a big expander for me in the homemaking department. Obviously, Martha Stewart for all of it. I am even more obsessed with her than I've ever been, which is really saying something because I've always, always, always been a Martha fan. Even before I had a house like even before I was like getting more into homemaking hobbies you know love her so I would say for all of it honestly Martha really specifically for business and homemaking but I feel like she's someone I'm very interested in business wise and just how she structures her actual day I also think in general okay in life this is also the year of the hobbies. Like if you're interested in riding horses go start doing trail rides and get lessons if you want to learn how to cook it's just like buy a cookbook, buy a recipe journal and get in the kitchen. Like I think hobbies are so good for us and they benefit every other area of our life because they're like enriching to our souls almost. So then they're able to like positively impact us in other areas because they're also kind of a form of rest and they just make us better. Like I learn so much. I feel better. I feel like very recharged, rejuvenated. It is the year of hobbies. Okay. If you're into something, just learn it. And if you've been saying you've been wanting to do something for so long, do it. Like I was saying for years, like oh, I really want to like start regularly riding horses. And that was like two years ago, three years ago, probably at this point. And I now regularly ride horses. I'm doing an event at the like farm or at the ranch that I go to all the time. Like I just think hobbies are good for us. And I think we need to like be investing in more of those things. Okay. Okay. More notes from the book. Going for incremental progress is a 2x mindset, which really means you're continuing or maintaining what you're already doing. And that can be exhausting and soul defeating. You're doing the same thing for like not that much growth, right? 
Going 10x is so big and seemingly impossible that it immediately forces you out of your current mindset and approach. You can't work 10x harder or longer. Brute forces and linear methods won't get you there. So 10x isn't about more. It's about less. It's not about the quantity. It's about the quality. It's qualitative difference from before and after a wholesale innovation and upgrade. So applying this to even your social life, like when I was like, oh my God, I have like no friends. Like I need like a better social life. I made making friends, honestly, like a part-time job. Like I would make myself go out and get lunch and go out and like go do things and invite people over, invite people to workout classes, like make plans. I was doing that stuff all the time. So I was changing because prior to that, I was staying at home. I was in a relationship that was kind of isolating and I just didn't do anything, right? So I changed my 80% and I ended up actually investing in my social life. And also even if you are like, oh, I'm around people all the time. I'm doing things. But like if you're in environments that aren't going to like cultivate a strong friendship, like a good example is like if you only see people at bars, you're probably not going to form those like deep connections that you really want. Like, yeah, you can get drunk and like open up one night. But like that's not the same thing as like having a friend that will sit on the couch with you for four hours. So you need to maybe change like how if you're investing 100 percent of your social life into only the bar scene, like I would change a large portion of that and start investing it into maybe you want to host a dinner party. Maybe you want to go on like a walk in the morning, like create environments and put yourself in environments that are then going to cultivate those friendships. So that makes any sense. So like that would be an example of like 10x in your social life. And I also think when we hear this, it becomes it sounds really overwhelming. But again, it's not about quantity. It's about the quality. And like with 10x, like as far as work goes, like technically the way they're doing it is like you really shouldn't be working anymore. You should be working less. And again, freedom is like white space in your calendar. There's a quote that I always butcher, but it's like true success is having an open calendar because that means you've gotten to the point where like you've really built something like you shouldn't be. I feel like we confuse busyness and being productive as the same thing all the time. And they're very, very different. And there are times in your life where you need to grind and be working 24. Like there is a time for that, definitely. But that isn't like true success. And that isn't sustainable. That's not really like the lifestyle that you're really trying to create. You should be building something that then you can actually have space around because then you delegate, you hire out, you build teams, you build an actual business. Okay. The most fundamental qualitative change is internal, your vision and identity. By changing these, everything else changes. So it's internal that goes external. So your identity, like what you believe about yourself and vision, like where you see yourself going, obviously changes the course of everything. Jamie Kronlima's book that's coming out probably five weeks from now into February. I have an episode with her coming that will be coming out. We haven't recorded it yet, but I'm reading her book and it is so amazing. Like I really, from the bottom of my heart, believe that like every single person in the world should read this book, pre-order it now, but it talks a lot about self-worth. And I mean, we'll do an entire episode on it. It's so good. But I think I know that like when that changes, like as you level up in any area of your life, like specifically your vision or your self-worth, like obviously it's going to have a ripple effect and level up other areas of your life. If you have very small vision and like a really rocky identity, that's going to translate outside. So like that's really where it starts. 10X isn't about any one specific outcome. It's about the process. So this is what I was saying. It's not like a numbers game. It's not like I want to go from like 400,000 subscribers to 4 million necessarily. It's really like the process in which I'm building like the 10X is kind of like figurative for like the actual dream that I want. 
Also, a little like entrepreneur thing. They said the core difference between wannabe entrepreneurs and successful ones is the point of no return. It's the moment of full commitment wherein your identity and energy shift from avoiding what you fear to fully approaching what you most want, which I think can even translate to like any area of your life. Like when I'm like meditating in the morning and I'm like visionary, like I'm visual visionary. What? I'm visualizing my future. I'm visualizing like my future kids, my future family. Like I really want a healthy, close-knit family. And I like I have like very specific things that I want, right? And I will like go after those in the same way that like I go after my career, if not more, you know? Okay. So 10X filters out literally anything that isn't 10X, which would be most of the things in your life. How you do anything is how you do everything. I've been thinking about that all the time. They used to say that to us in college and I would just get so annoyed because like the amount of workload that we had for like, the internship part was insane. Like we were doing jobs that like we should have gotten paid for and like it, it was crazy. So it used to really bother me like when the people would say that because I was like, I don't even want to do this for you anymore. This is very an unhealthy dynamic. And now... Yes. Like how you do anything is how you do everything. And I think that's translated even with like excellence with me. Like I actually am a perfectionist in the sense of like I expect a lot out of myself, but I'm not a perfectionist in like the small details. And now that I'm becoming so much more interested in like specific hobbies and like wanting to learn, I feel like it's translating to other areas. And make your goals so big that they don't even feel possible. And maybe your goal is to be like the best stay-at-home mom ever, right? Like I could never do that because I would be so bad at it. Like I really would be. I think that's like the hardest job in the world. But maybe that is like your vision and that's how you want to connect your life. Like maybe it's to save money. Maybe it's to have better relationships with your family. And like you can instead use the negative energy and put that into therapy. Like it could be literally anything. I'm sure at this point in today's episode, you guys know what area of your life you want to 10x. So you need to change the 80% and keep the 20%. So I'm going to give you guys some, some examples. So like I said, I want to 10x the podcast, friend of mine, my homemaking skills, okay? So as far as the business stuff goes, it is, has been a long time coming that I need to hire. I'm in the process of like interviewing and hiring people right now. Well, one specific. I have certain things for like retainer, right? But I need someone who can handle a lot of the things that like I don't need to handle anymore. And this is just like a lesson on delegation and business, but I'm too wrapped up in my business right now that I cannot work on the business. So I'm not really like growing it in the way that I want to or the way that I would be able to if I wasn't so bogged down by like a lot of these like emails and things that I could easily have someone else do. So I'm taking the 20% that I do in my in my job that I need to do that I love, which is like creating content, hosting this podcast, the videos, like really like the content aspect of it and like the more of the visionary aspect of it, I'm keeping that 20%. All the other 80% that I'm doing that I don't need to be doing, I am then giving that role to someone else, okay? So that's like a very practical way of doing it work-wise. My homemaking skills in general, honestly, and I know this sounds insane, but like more than ever, I'm so bothered by my phone addiction. I know that like all of us have it, especially when you work on your phone. Like I need to be on my phone all the time for obviously my job. And it's just like bothering me like crazy. People always say like, oh, how do you read so many books? It's like, because I don't watch TV, right? But then I think about it and it's like, you really have time for what you want to make time for. The average screen time in America is insane. Like if you were to just take those hours that you're on your phone and invest them into something else, like you could hit so many of those goals, right? So like, honestly, my homemaking skills, like, yes, I I do read a lot. If I were to just not lay around on my phone and scroll aimlessly, 
I will be able to do so many of those things. Like it's crazy, but like honestly, a large chunk of that 80% that I need to change is just laying around on my phone. Like I know that sounds so crazy, but like we are on our phones all the time. So I have this like amazing house that I love and that I've like dreamed of forever and that I'm currently like building in the process of like creating. Why am I not like I should be like if I have a free hour instead of like laying around on my phone, I need to be like, oh, I'll work on the garden. I'm going to do something because also those hobbies like refuel me and recharge me and I end up having more energy. So just changing things that I like don't need to be doing and hours that I don't need to be spending. I'm definitely more specific about my social life, too, because that obviously affects every area of your life. And I love going out. I love drinking. I'm not like knocking that at all. But I don't want that to be like the majority of my social life anymore. I want to be doing other like fun things that are just more appealing right now. Also, I feel like that's definitely changed in general. Macy, like my best friend, doesn't really drink that much. So like that's definitely been a change. And I definitely drink way less like in the past year or so. So just changing like, oh, well, what am I doing on my free time? Like, how can I change? Like, there's just like so many things that you can change in order to create your dream life. But like your new life will cost you your old one. You know what I mean? So I just wrote, I kind of just share this, but like what I need to do, homemaking, like learning and teaching, providing more value, more actual tips and tricks, like actually just spending less time on my phone. Like I really think that that is the 80% that will change it. Then hiring and delegating, which I'm already doing. And then also waking up earlier and having more discipline in my routine, that benefits both of those things. Okay. So hiring someone, what I'm changing, like hiring someone to run my organization, my calendar, the finances separately for a friend of mine, hiring for editing and community events. Like I've gotten this kind of all down. I only need one more thing. And then I have it set. And I already feel like even in the past 48 hours, I feel so much better and so much more focused. And I feel like my work is better and I'm doing less. Like I'm not doing a bunch of busy work necessarily, but I feel like all of my work is so much better, you know? Okay, I wanted to just go through some like miscellaneous notes too from this book that I was so interested in. This is literally like I'm on FaceTime with you guys. Okay, they talk a lot about psychological flexibility, which is the ability to respond to obstacles successfully in a way that is congruent with personal standards, essentially moving towards chosen goals, even when it's emotionally difficult, which it's literally just reframing like, oh, I didn't get this, but that ended up being the better, best thing that ever happened to me, which we talk about on the show all the time. Like if there's a core value, core values of this podcast, we need to make a list. I think number one would be like, thank God I didn't get what I wanted because I mean, my God, I think that's just the most obvious and like dating. It's the easiest way to explain that. But like, I think we all have a situation in life where we like we're dying for something and heartbroken that we didn't get it. And then you look back and you're like, oh, my God, thank you. You know, a core aspect is viewing yourself as context rather than as content. So it enables you to not over-identify with your thoughts and emotions since you are not your thoughts and emotions. Instead, you are the context of your thoughts and emotions. And as you change the context, the content changes as well. So just knowing that you are not your thoughts and emotions, those are just the context of what you are like kind of consuming in your head and being able to kind of zoom out. Like sometimes if I'm like really going through it emotionally or if I'm just confused about something, I really try to zoom out and view like my thoughts almost as like a friend, if that makes any sense. So I'm like, what would I say to a friend? What would I, and it helps me, like that visualization helps me because it's less emotional and I'm less likely to make like an emotional decision. Seemingly impossible or massive goals are actually highly practical because they immediately separate what works from what won't 
illuminating the few paths that have the greatest efficacy. Dan Sullivan says, the only way to make your present better is by making your future bigger. And working, this is crucial, 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 okay? Especially to hustle culture. Working too many hours means that you are actually going 2X and not 10X. Don't be busy, but not productive. Good is the enemy of great. And what you identify as a person is what you are most committed to, which I thought was so interesting. Like when someone asks you like what you do, who you are, like what's the first thing you say, you know? And then why won't you let go of what you have for something bigger? I have this issue all the time. I'm horrible at delegating. I'm horrible, not even just delegating. of like changing my mind about what I want. Like I've gotten better throughout the years, but I wouldn't say it's like a natural born talent that I have. And it kind of makes me sad because like I wonder how much I've like held on to like so tightly that actually was like holding me back so much since I want to 10x the podcast and we're having a literal meeting here. I will share some goals, okay? A big goal of mine, I would love to bring the book club. I get asked a lot about the book club. I did have a Dallas book club for a couple of months and it was doing really well. It's just transparently, it's too much work. And the way it was structured, it just like, it's very, very difficult to do, especially with my schedule. What I do want to do is a monthly book club on the podcast. That's like a fifth episode a month with like one sole sponsor. Everyone manifests with me, Okay where I have maybe one guest reader a month. And that could be anyone from like other creators, book influencers, authors, friends of mine, influencers. I already said that. Um, y'all, like I, it could be so many different things. I want to do the community episodes because I think those would be fun. Maybe if we like them once or twice a year, once a quarter, I don't know what that could be. But I do think it would be cool because y'all would be listening to people who are probably even more relatable to y'all because it's like you guys probably have a lot in common if you're listening to the same things. I want to do a live show tour later this year. I have like eight cities that I want to do. I really want to get back doing live shows because that's like my favorite thing that I do and I love it so much. And merch drops. Very exciting. Friend of mine, my goals are I want to be in like anthropology and Nordstrom and Urban Outfitters. Those are my top three. Like that's like I want to be there. I'm that is like what I want at the end of the day. I want a lot more community events and I would love to do two pop-ups, one in Dallas, one in New York, preferably in December. There's so many other things that I want to do. There's a lot of product that I'm working on that I'm very excited about, but those are really like my main core things. And then in my homemaking, I really want to get better at gardening and get better at cooking. And then also I want to wallpaper like pretty much my entire house, not my entire house, but like my bedroom, my bathrooms, my, you know, whatever it is. I just want to get better. Like I like knowing things. Okay. Like it's, it's a fun little hobby for me, but yeah, that is how to 10 X your life in every area. You keep 20% and change 80%. Okay. We're not settling here on this podcast. We're figuring it out. This applies to any area. And I think you guys are really gonna like the book. If you read it, I highly Highly, highly recommend. But again, we're not settling. Like, especially right now, like you are right now the youngest that you've ever been. Okay. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you're probably under 30. And right now, you most likely have the least amount of responsibilities that you'll ever have. Okay. Obviously, this is case by case, but more than likely, you have the least amount of responsibilities that you'll ever have. So, right now is a time to take the risk, make the jump, go after your dreams because, like, you are creating your life right now. Like, you are not you know, 70 years old having all this history and like you have got taken 70 years to get to this point and you can still change your life at 70. Like there's never a time 
that you can't change your life. But right now, it really is the easiest because you have the least amount of responsibilities. So now is the time to create and start making the moves to create the actual like dream life that you want. And again, we are not settling. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's little solo podcast episode. I'm very excited for the guests that we have lined up the next like two months. It's going to be a fabulous time on the show. But I hope you guys enjoyed. I love you all so much. And I will talk to you in next week's episode. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening. If you love this episode, please don't forget to leave a rating and review. It really helps the show grow. If you want to follow me behind the scenes, you can find me on Instagram or YouTube at Kinsey Elizabeth or on TikTok at Kinsey the Texan. I drop new episodes every Thursday and they're also available to watch on YouTube. Thanks so much for listening and I will talk to y'all next Thursday.